Welcome everyone. Uh, my name is Mark Kapsinski. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer here at Gudin, and we're excited to have with us today Mr. Bant Breen from Canary. Bant, welcome to the podcast today. How are it's, you, sir? Hey, Mark. It's great to be here. Always great to see a good friend. So thanks for making the time for me today, Bant. Absolutely. Um, so, Bant, why don't you start off? Uh, just tell us, uh, you know, tell us about Canary a little bit, uh, very briefly. Your name, your title, you know, what you do over there, and we're going to dive in on our our core questions and lightning round for you. Yeah, sure. So I'm Bant Breen. Um, I am the founder of Canary. Canary is nine years old as of as of last Sunday, so November eighth. So it was Congrats. a big day for us. Um, your your baby's growing up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was reading an article. Some crazy number, like ninety six percent of companies fail before they get to this point. So you know well, that. So there you go. I, so I, I sent that to my wife. She's like, well, so, you know, we, we'd like you to succeed a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, now you have to get into the true 1%, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you, well, you know what? I'll just tell you uh, aside because uh, you brought that up. I just received a, a, a patent and uh, my wife was all excited about like, hey, great. You just got another patent. And it's like, yep. And I'm still working. <laughs> <laughs> So lesson learned, let's just keep working. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, Bant. So uh, the format that we have is I got five core business questions for you about Canary that uh, our viewers are interested in hearing. And then we're going to go into the lightning round after that. Uh, so first question for you is, uh, can you describe the problem that Canary is trying to solve for businesses and executives that you support? So just talk about the yeah. problem set. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, when, when I think of like uh, uh, the thesis behind the business, it was really that uh, all of us, every executive has now an online presence and, and that presence matters. It matters because that's where you get personal opportunity. That's where your reputation as well as the reputation of your business is cultivated. Um, and it, it, and so it, it has become kind of a very important thing, this idea of an executive making the most of their online reputation. And so we've built a solution that supports those executives to achieve that goal. I would say, obviously, especially in the era of COVID where, you know, we're not, you know, where we're online and digital all the time, uh, your online presence matters more than ever before. Yeah, well, and I think, um, I mean, obviously, Gudin is a customer of Canary, and we love the service, and I know, Thank you. you know, and we when, love Gudin. <laughs> <laughs> Brian says I do. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the thing that I've noticed is, and you probably see this with all your other clients, is, uh, you know, when you're meeting a customer for the first time or a partner for the first time, I mean, the first thing you do now is you go to LinkedIn and look up all the executives, and so I think it's yeah. critical that you know, you have that positive presence there to reflect your business. Yeah, I used to say that, you know, um, before somebody meets you, they look you up online. After they meet you, they look you up again online to decide whether they trust their instinct from the meeting, right? So they want to do business with you going forward. That's and, right. and, That's and right. I would say today, as I, as I mentioned before, you know, in a COVID era where you're literally going from one Zoom call to the next, 
Um, you know, you're online, you're looking up who's who and you're looking on LinkedIn and you're looking in Google search and you know, that's the constant flow these days. Yeah. yeah. So how big do you think the market is? So is this every single business out there needs this? Like, does it only work for big corporations or, you know, can, you know, can individual, you know, sort of small businesses with, you know, one executive, yeah. you know, yeah, how, no, you know what's the market opportunity around? This? It's, it's a great question. Um, you know, for us, our clients vary from kind of fortune 50 companies to um, literally what I would, I guess is called soul solopreneurs, right? And, and, uh, and, and I, I would say that uh, certainly the size of those businesses isn't the same, but the commonality is the nature of the executive that we work with. So the executives that we work with tend to be the flag carriers for their business. They're the people that represent their company with either customers or key stakeholders outside of the business or key partners. So um, I, I don't, I think it's very relevant for all sizes of businesses. Um, you know, the total addressable market for something like this is pretty huge. Um, and I, I just had to go through this exercise for some of our investors. And, um, you know, it's it, it, based on what they came back, they see it as like a $6 billion market. Wow. So That's it's a pretty terrific. sizable market. Yeah. That's a big and yeah. it just, uh, is that just U.S. even? or That's just you, focused on the wow. U.S. and the U.K. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So what's the solution that you exactly offer? How does it work? Yeah, absolutely. So what we're doing is we're optimizing and growing your online presence. And so when you start working with, a, with us, with Canary, you get assigned a customer success manager and they have an onboarding session with you where they're reviewing what you look like today online like what you look like in search, what you look like in social media. And we, we use this onboarding session to reevaluate what you look like, what, what topics you're most connected to, what you want to be associated with, and we readjust and re-optimize your profiles across the board. We then start generating content for you, whether that be short form content like tweets, LinkedIn posts, things like that and long form pieces like blogs and articles, or maybe infographics, things like that. Um, and then we're growing and engaging all of that content and all of those profiles with the audiences that you're keen to connect with. So, um, and it all kind of works through um, really either our mobile app or our desktop app where the client essentially can evaluate and, and, and manage like what optimizations they want, what content they want, et cetera. So um, we try to make it, I think that the app is really quite key. You know, 95% of our clients are in the mobile app on a weekly basis. And so um, we think that everyone wants to have that control, but they want it easy because nobody wants to spend all their lives on social media and search. Like they okay. know it's, I think the difference from when we started the business was that for the first three years, I had to go around and convince people that this was important. <laughs> and now, and now everyone like gets that it's important, but they don't yeah. want to spend their day on it. Right. They're like, ah, right. I know this is important, but can you make it really easy for me? Yeah. So I don't have to yeah. think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know even with some of, of our own executives that you got set up some of them didn't even have like twitter accounts and stuff so like you literally had the had to build from the ground up so 
Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so next question. So you, you know I'm not a fan of talking about mission statements and stuff like that. So I, I really like to focus on the term purpose. So what do you think the purpose of Canary is? How would you frame that? Yeah, why, I mean- Why does Canary exist? Yeah, I, I think it's really to uh, dimensionalize the voice, um, kind of the professional voice uh, for the executive. So one of the challenges I think in communications for years was that it was very focused around kind of like a very narrow communication, you know, corporate communication that would be pushed out. But today in a social media world where executives have so much direct content, contact with everybody, they have to have a voice. And so we've built a system that, that, that allows them to have that in a, in a constructive way. Um, and, and that voice really matters. I mean, um, uh, I, I joke sometimes, but our first client was a, a very large company. And uh, I remember sitting down with a CMO and she said, oh, you know, this is an awesome product, but I, I'm gonna roll this out to all my people and they're gonna leave because you're gonna make them look so awesome and 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 so my re i had no idea if that was true or not at the time and i was like no no that won't happen that'll never happen that'll never happen but but the reality is that um the opposite happened that people actually stayed and were loyal because they they were given a voice and i remember having a chat with one of the one of the executives that they put on the program and she said you know, thank you. You know, I, I felt like I had been stripped of like, been, like being able to speak or having a voice here at the company. And I think that's kind of a huge part of what we do um, as a business. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Because I, I, I think a lot of businesses tend to just like suppress communication. It's like everything's got to be so tightly controlled. And, you know, so many uh, employees and executives have so much to share and contribute. Uh, that it's great to be able to get that voice and get that knowledge exposed externally. So yeah, absolutely. That's great. Yeah. So Ben, um, how can we help you? What's the, what's the one ask for our, our growing community of followers here that we can help you with? Wow. Um, you know, I, I, I think I, <laughs> only I, one dance, only one, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mark, uh, just talking through all these kind of interesting challenges that we face every day is always, always such a benefit, uh, talking things through with you. Um, I, I think probably, uh, trying to, to, to work on ways to tell the story of Canary and where we're going and, and how we do this and, and, you know, building culture. I mean, I would say that, you know, one of the fascinating thing that I, there's so many elements that I'm wrestling through in this virtual time that we're living in, you know, what do we do from transitioning from kind of a office structure to a, a virtual business structure? I know you guys, obviously at Guten, were really bold in that regard. Yeah. And so I, I, I really lean on you and Brian and all the smart folks there to kind of show us the, the way on that front. Um, and then also, you know, just thinking about um, how we, 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 we have developed the company to the, the next phase, you know, um, going more and more automated and how you do that whilst also kind of thinking, really doing something what I think Guten does well, which is kind of remaining very human, very likable, very approachable. That is something that I think we can really learn from you guys. Awesome. Thanks. All right. So we're going to shift to the lightning round band. 
quick answers here. So I got my eight questions for you. Uh, uh -oh. We're going to, are you ready? Are you, uh, I'll try. Oh, I'll try you know. my best. I'll right, try my Pam. best. All right. First question. What was your first job and how old were you? Uh, so I had a lawn mowing business and I was nine. Wow. Yeah. Did you get paid well? I'll tell you though, my first real business, and this is shows that shows, shows you what kind yeah. of a marketing geek I am. Um, when I was 13 years old, my best friend, uh, who, you know, Tim Brady and I set up uh, an advertising agency really? and uh, called TNT advertising explosive ideas. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, we we just were like oh you know let's so we just we had a we had a uh, dry cleaners marathon dry cleaning wow. as a client uh, a sports store called the locker room as a client wow and we just and we wrote we wrote and like art directed print ads in the newspaper um, <laughs> and uh, that was so it's much a, fun it's but, in your but, blood. I, but here's the thing so so as a, as an entrepreneur you kind of yeah. realize this. When I was 13, I remember the biggest conversation we had when we were starting the business. We were like, okay, well now we have a name, even though it was cheesy, but we need business cards. That was the most important, <laughs> like we, for some of reason in, in, in our 13 year old brains, like the business card was like the most important thing. Like yeah, you were legit. Yeah, like that was like, like, like if you had a business card, that was like a real business, right? That's right, that's right. Not that we had gone through any of the right procedures of actually <laughs> setting up a legal business. Oh, of course We not. certainly had not, but like, um, you know, but it's that was business. like, yeah, it was like, no, we need a, we need business cards. Yeah, so that's anyways, right. nice. there you go. Nice, all right. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite restaurant in what city? You know, I am, I guess maybe because I'm like trapped right now and I'm missing my hometown of Chicago. I, I'm going to say Giordano's Pizza, man. Oh. I, could, I could crush a Giordano's Pizza right now. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I think I, I joined here with Bona Beef or something, you know. Oh, uh, so, so good. good. All right. Uh, what conference do you miss most? Right now that we're kind of stuck inside. Yeah, I feel like we haven't gone to conferences, but which one do you miss most? Yeah, I mean, I think that probably it would have to be, uh, it's a bit of a bougie conference. I, I, I've gone to the Cannes Lion Festival in France for the last, I'd say, 15, 20 years. And, and we as a company started doing a big party there, um, oh, like a dinner the night before the whole conference starts. So because during the conference, there's no way, and nobody has any time. But doing it that night before, it's become such a great way of connecting with old friends. And, um, and I, so I, I, this summer, I really miss that because there's a lot of people that uh, you get to know from all over the place that you don't get many opportunities to, to sit with them and have a, like a relaxed, fun conversation, you know? So that's probably yeah. what I miss the most. That's a good one. Um, all right. So uh, I, I sort of already know half the answer to this because uh, you introduced me to it. But uh, do you use Lunch Club and how many meetings have you had? Yeah, no, I do use it. So um, in the dark days of March, when I think every person that runs a company around the world uh, feared the worst. Um, you know, we, I remember lying on my floor in my living room, looking at the ceiling going like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? We, you know, we had 20% of our clients that paused on us. 
Um, and so we went into war mode as a company and um, we were looking at any way we could like connect with people, et cetera. And I got reached out by one of the investors in Lunch Club and he said, hey, will you beta test this? Would you be interested in beta testing this? And I said, sure, yeah, absolutely. Gave it a try. And um, yeah, Lunch Club's been a lot of fun. We, I've been, I use it, I do about two or three each week, actually. Wow. Um, and, awesome. um, so how many have you done, like 70 or so? A lot, a yeah, lot. a lot. Yeah, quite a few. Um, I actually think it's worth, uh, worth it. Um, look, the reality is that in a world of networking, like we don't have it anymore. So right. the, the challenge is making sure that you connect with people that are like uh, on your, maybe your professional uh, level, seniority level, um, uh, somehow kind of relevant. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's certainly not perfect, but I mean, it, in, a, in, a, in a world of beggars, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> nice. All right. So then uh, this one, I don't know if you use, uh, do you use Product Hunt and what, what's your favorite product that you found on Product Hunt if you used it? Wow. Um, you know, I'm not a big buyer of lots and lots of like product stuff. Um, uh, so I don't know if I'm the best example of that. The, the, the product, the, the, my biggest purchase recently was the, the new iPhone 12. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I give it like a, a B as a review so <laughs> okay yeah. i'll hold off <laughs> yeah all right uh what's the hardest lesson to uh, the hardest lesson you've had to learn in business so far um you know i, I think at the end of the day it, the the key thing to remember is is that everything takes time and so you you it's it's really kind of a matter of perseverance and so um, don't, don't like give up, uh, you know, our, my, the, the company motto is find a way. And I, I, I think that, you know, that can be kind of interpreted in a lot of ways, like, you know, find a way, right. You know, like a New Yorkish type tone, but <laughs> I, I really think it's the way I think about it is those, those movies that we all see of, uh, you know, a spaceship stuck on the back, you know, the dark side of the moon and, these guys have to figure out how they're going to have enough oxygen to get back. And, you know, I think that when you're running a startup business and you're trying to accelerate it forward, you have to find a way to resolve these challenges and problems. And you do. And, and that's, and that it's just important to kind of continue to stay focused and to continue to persevere. Um, but I think the biggest thing, uh, Mark, is that it never happens in, in the way that you envision. And so you have right. to kind of, it's, it's like you have to have that ability to kind of make changes um, on the field, on the field of play. And uh, that really rattles some people. And, and, you know, that's one of the things that I spend a lot of time with the kind of the folks that we're bringing up in the company to teach them, like, listen, I'm going to tell you something. And guess what? It's never going to go like that. Like, like we're going right. to show you, like, we're going to like, and, and I remember like trying to teach one of our new salespeople this. And, and I, and I was explaining to her, like, this is how it goes. And on the first call, it like didn't go that way at all. And I could see she was like freaking out. Like, but I, you know, it's, Bad it's son, it was supposed to be this way. Yeah. So you have to, you know, you have to be able to stay nimble, think on yeah. your feet um, and, and not see that as a problem, right? Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of the key thing. Cool. 
All right. So then what's your, uh, what's like your most proudest business accomplishment? Um, probably, you know, as a business, I'm, I'm really, really happy that we just celebrated our ninth birthday. I mean, I, 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 I gotta say that's a great that, accomplishment, like, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 I had to pause on, on, uh, on Sunday, you know, pour myself a nice, nice uh, glass of whiskey and, and kind of think, wow, you know, that's incredible that something that that was an idea is kind of taken to fruition. I would say my proudest, happiest thing to see is to see the people inside the company take ownership of it themselves and believe in what we do and, and really kind of add many, many, many more dimensions to it than, you know, I could have ever thought of. That's, that's really beautiful to see that. And I think that's the, that's kind of one of the key things that, that has to happen, I, I think. Awesome. All right. Final question for you. Who's the one person you'd love to meet and why? Um, living, living or, 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 or dead. You choose. Oh man. Um, so I probably should, should have done this by now. I, you know, I, I went to Duke as you know, Mark. Um, and I, I really would just love the chance to sit with, uh, Mike Krzyzewski and just like understand how his brain works. You know, you see, you know, whenever you see a coach, just kind of, they never really talk that much. And I just really would love to, to see how somebody does what he does, which is he's a perfect example of like how you achieve excellence over an extended period of time. Like do it like, you know, winning a championship in a sport once is incredible. It's definitely a worthwhile achievement doing it 12 times, you know, that's like, Incredible. like, yeah, like it's magic and you, and it really kind of learning from the, these types of things. So I think probably sitting with Krzyzewski and, and trying to pick his brain, maybe, maybe he'll, you know, he does a thing where you can go down as an executive to like a basketball camp, but yes. I, I, I think that I, I'm useless at basketball. So I think, I don't know if me going to a camp would be the, the best, best, best. Just have, I don't just have dinner with them. Yeah. I don't think it would be safe for anybody involved. <laughs> Bam. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, really appreciate it. Enjoyed the conversation. Congrats again on the, all the success with Canary. Obviously we're uh, thrilled to be a client of yours. And, yeah. And right uh, back at you. I mean, Guten is a spectacular business. I'm so, you know, talk about, talk about a company that you can learn from in terms of accelerated growth. Uh, now you, it seems like you guys are going to hire everybody that works at e-commerce <laughs> at your well, pace. Uh, you, you know, on a personal level, I owe you as well because you were the one that connected me here with Brian and the team. So yeah. definitely on a personal level, appreciate it as well. So cheers, buddy. All right. Thanks for uh, the session. Uh, appreciate it. And for folks out there, stay tuned for our next series of guests and we look forward to chatting with you soon. Thanks.